1: Welcome to the Tea with Brie. I'm your host, Bree. Thanks for listening. The Tea with Brie podcast is focused on deep, honest, and vulnerable conversation. Each week, I sit down with a different guest in order to have those conversations. Every week, we'll start with my guest's bio, an intro into how we know each other, and then we'll go into a deep dive conversation about whatever topic they want to talk about that week. This week, I am joined by my guest, Shelby Sorrell. Shelby is a 28-year-old social media influencer and social media strategist born and raised in Austin, Texas. She has developed her brand around Austin's diverse and thriving food scene. When not running her Instagram, she is a social media and PR gal who has managed some of Austin's top culinary and retail institutions. She creates paid social strategy for all clients for engagement, web traffic, and lead generation and has worked for herself since August of 2018. Shelby is a poster child for the phrase, do it for the gram, and in her spare time likes to eat french fries, drink bourbon old fashioned and watch Shit's Creek. Hey, friend. <laughs> Excited to have you. Uh, how have you been during quarantine? Don't you mean quarantine? You know, I don't like to push
0: my agenda on everyone else, <laughs> but
1: yes, quarantine.
0: <laughs> you know, the first two weeks were so awful to be honest, Mm -hmm. but I think I've just come to terms with this being like the new normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: For those of you who don't know, Shelby and I met almost two years ago now um, through a mutual friend, uh, and we have been friends ever since. And Shelby (laughs) and I had recorded back in January, but we were both frazzle-brained. Um. So we thought we would try this now in quarantine and via Zoom. So here we are. What else do the people need
0: to know about you? Oh, heck, I don't know. Um, honestly, I find it cute that you just took some of the blame for the January episode being slightly botched. Totally my fault, everyone. She was a
1: frazzled girl. It's okay. Listen, I had just gotten back from a trip. It was like my first
0: week at a new job. We were both just, it was a mess. I was having a moment, but here we are. We're ready. We're in our prime. Take two. (laughs) Uh, What are we discussing today? Okay. So I struggled to come up with a topic for a while because, like, while I can talk about pretty much anything, I was trying to think of what would actually be of value for people to hear about, but I was thinking we could talk about dating, breakups, dating apps. Um, what it's like to be someone with a strong personality and date, all of the things.
1: Yeah, I'm very into this. I think this is a perfect topic seeing as I have been single for a while. I've I mentioned on my last episode I was recording with um, my friends Rocky and Sarah earlier this week that I'm like professional at being single. <laughs> like I'm really good at it. And I think it's because I really know myself and I'm really big on like I don't want to say not settling, but it's kind of what it is. Like I'm very good about like saying what I want, accepting what I don't want. Um, But then you and I earlier, we were like talking strategy about this. I realized that like the last couple of of quote unquote relationships and situationships that I've been in, I've just kind of fallen into. Like it was just super easy to do. Um, So I'm very excited to talk about this. So yeah. Um, And also like what you're saying, like, being very big personalities. uh, I think I told you, and I've mentioned it on some other recordings. um, My friend called me probably like a month ago and she made the comment of like, do you think it's hard for you to date because you do so much and people don't know where you fit in? I'm like, that's been literally my whole existence. Um, So it's just something I've gotten used to, but I mean, it doesn't make it any easier, but I think like you and I and like the amount of stuff that we do, it is hard to find people who like, are okay like hanging out with like us and like our 30 million people that we know and all the things
0: we get to do and go to. So totally. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, um, both of us are kind of like, I mean, not to like weirdly toot our own horns or anything, but like we're both kind of like boss ass women in Austin. Like we have, um, fairly big networks here. Um, literally my job is to go to events and network here. So like, that's pretty much what I do all the time. So I think it can be hard to date in that space because sometimes either um, people are intimidated because my whole life is like, you know, event after event, or I have to post a lot or I have to be on my phone a lot. I think that can turn people off. But I also think like um, it can be like really cool and good if people are open to that, to like come to those events with me and do those things with me. But also, it can be hard to find time to even date, honestly. Yeah. Like, I know you and I talk about this a lot, but, like, it can be hard because we are these, like, boss-ass women who have all these <laughs> events and, like, things we go do. It can be hard because people will be like, okay, well, when do you want to go to dinner? And we're, like, the like the 30th of January in 2013. Yeah, my and calendar right now is full till
1: June of next year, but I'm sure we can, like, figure something out. <laughs>
0: You just hear me say in 2013. I, I did totally <laughs> came back to college. So apparently, I'm rewinding time now.
1: I love it. I also think about like even just like scheduling time with friends, like uh, Grace, who's now your roommate. She was on a couple weeks ago, um, but I know how much she gets frustrated with us because we're always like, "Oh, can you send us a calendar hold for that?" And she's like, "I have to like schedule time to hang out." I'm like, "Yes," because I want to be like very intentional when I hang out with you and like not have to like be on my phone or be distracted. Like for me, it's like me scheduling this time, meaning, like, I'm being very intentional hanging out with you, but otherwise, it's just, like, my calendar isn't really open, um, but then, like, what you were just saying about, like, bringing people to events, there's this one girl I took on on a second date to a gala <laughs> once, and that was it, like, she was, like, I do not know, like, if I could even, like, remotely think about fitting into your life, because, like, she was fine, like, it was uh, for the LGBT chamber, like, two years ago, um, and she came with me, and, like, we're sitting at a table with, like, a bunch of, like, people I knew. So, like, people would walk in, and, like, she would be, like, fine, like, schmoozing with people I introduced her to, but, like, it's me, and, like, I know at least, like, 50% of any room that I go to, um, so it's, like, me saying hi and, like, walking around and, like, talking to all those people, and she was just, like, while it is very attractive to watch you do this, she was, I am not this outgoing, I don't know how to, like, talk to people, and so she was just, like, I can't date you, and I was, like, okay, like, I... I have dated people who are just very turned off or like don't know where they would fit in. And I, I get that. Like it can be very overwhelming, but then also like I've dated people or people have made comments of like, well, what if you like do less? and like, let me do like, and you just, I'm like, I'm not going to do less to make you comfortable. I will go with you and support you and do what I have to do to be that person for you, but I'm not going to make myself smaller in order to fit into your like atmosphere.
0: Totally. Yeah. And I think like, it's almost better that you got that out of the way on like the second date. Um, cause I know like, like our friend Nico will do that. Like he'll bring people to like certain events and then if they cannot really hold their own, he's kind of like, well, <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> so Bye. Thank you. Really good. Like when that's what you do and you work in like nonprofit work and you do all these things, like you have to find somebody who's okay with doing all that stuff. And that can be really hard. in like the dating scene in Austin to find someone who's ready to like go to all these events with you and do all these things. And you're going to take all the pictures, mostly me, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's a good
1: like point to me. Like I, I mean, dating in Austin, I came out when I moved here. So that was full. Oh my God. Four years ago. Holy crap. Um, and the dating scene in Austin is a crap shoot. Like I feel like, Austin's, like, this Peter Pan city of, like, you can come here and be very successful but never really have to settle down because so many people constantly move here that, like, it's always shifting. You can always find a date on an app. And, like, I have not had, like, good, like, long-term luck dating, and I and I hate the dating apps. So, I mean, I want to, like, hear about that of, like, how is your dating experience in Austin, like, using the apps, not using the apps, been?
0: You know, okay. So, I've been on and off of the dating apps, legitimately for almost seven years, which is, ugh. Um, And it's funny because sometimes, like, I would go on these horrible dates, and I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is awful, and now they're great stories. But I would go on so many horrible dates, and I, like, dated, you know, somebody for six months, someone for eight months, someone for nine. You know, like, I had relationships through dating apps, but in the grand scheme of things, like obviously none of those really worked out. And that doesn't mean like don't do the apps. Just for me, it was like finding somebody in this city who wants the same thing as you can just be really difficult. And so it got to a point where like I literally dated one of, one of these men, I swear to you, for six months. And finally, I was like, can we please, like, establish what's going on here? Like, you've met my mother. You've met all my friends. Like, what are we – what's happening? And he was like, I feel like you just want, like, the label right now. And I was like, I just – like, it's been six months. (laughs) I I don't need a label, per se. I just, like, would love to know that we're going somewhere because I'm, like, not getting any younger, which – I'm not in that big of a rush you know me but like at the same token you're like okay well it's been six months so like what am I doing right Um, but I mean it's been both good and bad I think for
1: sure well I think it's also like and I don't want it to sound like wasting time but it's like this thing of like we've been doing this thing for six months but like there's no definition like are you seeing other people am I seeing other people is it just you and I like what is the intention of this and like I'm not, like, a label person either, but I think about, like, my last, like, quote-unquote relationship I was in, um, and you met him. Like, he was great, but I was very much, like, the same way, too. Like, he didn't live here. I lived – I did, and it was just very much, like, okay, like, but if you're seeing me, are you seeing people in, like, where you live? And, like, that was really big for me. I'm like – I want to know where we are. Like, are we seeing each other? Just us, or are you seeing other people? Of like, not necessarily the title, but like, just just establishing if we're headed in the right direction.
0: Totally. And it's just hard to get on that same page sometimes.
1: And I've also found that like people get really awkward when you ask them these questions. I'm like, you have seen
0: me naked. Like, you can't (laughs) get awkward now. Like, (laughs) also, you're like, we've gone on like seven dates. Like, what did you? Like, when is it appropriate? Right. Like. At what point are you supposed to just be like, listen, we've gone on seven dates. Like, I need to kind of know that, like, we're either exclusively seeing one another for the time being. Doesn't need to be, like, a you're my boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, spouse, whatever, spouse. (laughs) But, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't need to be my partner right away, but also, like, what what are you doing? Like, are you dating five other people?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think also, like, my issue with dating apps is that, like... Which people are going to find really funny, but, like, I hate texting. Like, just call me. Like, I hate the back and forth. I also don't like how, like, the dating apps are, like, the, like, highlights of who you are. Like, it's, like, your best photos. You get to curate what you have, like, in your your bio. Um, I am a big person of, like, if you have nothing in your bio, I don't swipe right on you because I'm, like, you think your looks are just going to get you by and like that's the way I see it. like you you're just someone who like thinks you're m- attractive enough that people are just going to like automatically want to go out with you I'm like that does nothing for me so I think that's like also my issue is like I am such a conversationalist like call me or le- when we were in quarantine like let's grab a coffee let's do something where we can like actually get to know each other Cause like this back and forth texting is not for
0: me totally and like small talk can only get you so far yeah. And you're kind of like, okay, so are we actually going to meet or what's the deal? And then half the time you don't actually meet these people. And then you're like, cool, cool, cool. Loved that dialogue. Bye. Love the fact that we just chatted for six weeks and we never even met. Great. Right. And then you're like, okay, I mean, I totally could have made time for you, but clearly we're not doing that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think of uh, my friend, Nicole uh clem who you've met uh her and i met on a dating app and like met in person and like i think also like the miscommunication of when you go on on dating apps is like with me it's like okay we both obviously want to go on this date but then it's like with me and her like neither of us like made a first move like she didn't kiss me i didn't kiss her and so i think we both were just like oh like this was just like a date that like is just going to lead to friendship and then like her and I have talked about it she's like no I was really into you I was like I was really into you so there's also like that too of like again like when you had this conversation of like and like then her and I both got really busy of like she was traveling for work and then I went out of town for the holidays and you know fast forward to like now we've been friends for like two three years um and like now we tell people like we met on hand it was like the best not first date first date (laughs) like we were both really into each other but it just didn't go anywhere because neither one of us knew like how to tell the other person we like wanted this to continue and then life gets in the way too. So I think it's that of like if you don't have like I'm really big on like communication is key and like I again why I have this show. Like I love uncomfortable conversation. I think it's like where a lot of things things are like how you grow and like get things done. And I'm also like very East Coast and very upfront. So that's also my favorite thing. But yeah, I, I think about that with dating too of like it's us trying to show our best self and like not bring all of our baggage to this first thing of like trying to date and like but also like want to know this like you're not wasting your time and you know that we're both having the same intentions here so I I I feel like I'm just scarred from dating apps and I just hope that
0: one day someone just like pre-vets someone and sets me up and that's that's it (laughs) totally well and like the most recent people that I've seen I've met in real life so like it's been really funny how I'm like, Oh, like you actually can meet someone without an app. Who knew? That's like? what they tell me. And I mean, <laughs> it's just funny. Cause you're like, Oh, well like great people do exist and they're not on these apps. And like, that's cool. Yeah. So like,
1: hmm. Yeah. I think but I mean, same. the last two people I were seeing, like one, I had met through an event thing we were doing together. And then the other one I had met through like work stuff. So I mean, it happens, but I think it's also like, again, like, how do you do that follow-up and I I posted a thing today on my Instagram that a friend of mine had posted so I had like reposted it and it was like hey like essentially like now's the time to like tell people that you're into them because we're in quarantine and we have like nowhere else to go but I'm also in this space of like do we tell people that we're into them right now because it's quarantine and we have no place else like we can't like actually go on a date or like you can't like actually like do anything because we should all be social distancing still I don't care if this state's about to open back up um if you can stay home stay home um but yeah like there's this there's this person who I think who I know if we weren't in quarantine I think I would have asked on a date already but because we're in quarantine I haven't asked them do I know this person I sent you their Instagram.
0: <laughs> oh, I love this person. I know.
1: I know. That's why I'm like, I don't know what. Ugh, get me out of quarantine. How do we navigate this? No, we need, no, we, need we need quarantine so we can all get healthy, but, or stay healthy.
0: Yes, but I just mean, like, let's forward months or years or God knows how long, and then let's get Brie a bay. I know. I would love, I
1: but on the other side of this, like, being in quarantine right now, like, i am very grateful that i am single right now during quarantine and i think it's because it's given me a lot of space like realign with like what i want and who i want to like be with and who i want to be as a person and i in a quick sidebar like um alicia who was on many of episodes ago her and i always talk about like the the there was like three parts of your life that are going well your professional life your personal life and your romantic life and i think right now like my professional and personal life is going right but my romantic life is shit so i think about like what how do we like fix that part right now so i'm just also like in that space of like right now in quarantine really taking the time to like just realign who i am and what i want and then when it's meant for me to find someone, to find someone. But if anyone knows me, I'm very much a control freak. So, like, this whole like, surprise of meeting someone is not for me. Again, if you're into me, I will ask me on a date. I'll go to dinner. I'll always go to dinner or grab a coffee when we're out of quarantine. So. All right. <laughs> yeah, you'll go to LPE? Oh, Luster Pearl East. I love you. If you live in Austin, Texas, go to Luster Pearl East. It's my favorite bar. Also, if you always invite. Shelby's right. If you invite me to Luster Pearl East, I'll always go.
0: <laughs> you're like, cheese curds. What's up? I'm, we're ready. Cheese curd
1: it's in an IPA uh, or a, or a, a deep, it, d-
0: Betty deep Betty's, Betty's grapefruit <laughs>
1: fruit with soda. I was trying to I was trying to say it before you did. You know me so well, but yeah, I mean, I guess like, how has quarantine been treating you as a as a single girl, but who's also like going on like virtual dates? I guess like, how's how's this been all
0: navigating for you? Listen, quarantine is weird. <laughs> I mean, like, okay and I'm sure everybody can attest to this, like the like the high school and the college and the whoever exits are out here. Woodwork. Like literally this guy that I went on one date with in high school was like, Hey, you're the one that got away. Like, you know, maybe we can like quarantine hang. And you were just like, dude, we went on one date to Alamo Draft House, and you chomped on chips and queso the whole time loudly. And I didn't even hear the movie. What's happening? Like, I don't even know who what you're doing now. Like, it's just like, I don't know, just a bunch of like totally random people are coming out and being like, we went on two dates six years ago. What's up? And you're like, nothing. I'm the quarantined. Bold. What do you mean? What's up? The boldness.
1: Like my, I told you my ex, like, text me like the first week in iso- like isolation in social distancing, and was like, "Hey, can we quarantine together?" I was like, No,
0: no, we, we certainly cannot. like the boldness <laughs> oh, the nerve. Um, you know, and quarantine is weird, and I feel like a lot of people can maybe attest to this during like these wild times that it's like uprooting a lot of really strange feelings, so it's like making me think a lot more about like what I want and who I want a future with and, you know, past relationships and what did I do wrong in those? And like, how can I navigate that in the future? And what can I do to make sure that when I do seriously date in the future that I, I, I don't want to say that I do it right because I don't know that that's a thing, but like that I do it to the best of my ability yeah, and that I don't, fail at communicating which I always pride myself on doing or that I don't you know say things out of hurt or you know x y and z and I think my whole quarantine has just been me like having this internal battle of like oh I'm totally ready to date and then you know I'll get on bumble or whatever and then I'm like oh my gosh what am I doing I'm totally not ready for like what's happening and the whole last x amount of months have been like that where I've been like oh I'm totally ready and then it's like jokes on me I need to like actually address my own shit i totally
1: feel like quarantine has caused me to question a lot of past choices i made relationship wise um taking a lot of time to realize like you know me i will blame myself to (laughs) to the days are done and like never blame anyone else yeah that's the hill i die on all the time Mm -hmm. um but yeah like for me it's been like sitting and like realizing like how i've dated badly how you know the things i do want to take with me that i've learned from past relationship and like what I don't ever want to do again in relationships um so yeah I I think of it that way too of like quarantine I think has been like a good reset for a lot of people um and then like establishing like how we want to change as people once we're allowed back outside (laughs) um but yeah I mean I feel like as a person who does not date often I am very like again very type a I'm very meticulous on things and like well talk myself out of things a lot because i'm just like it's just annoying and frustrating go ahead it's in common (laughs) yeah so i'm just very much like i too am like maybe i'm ready again i'm like it's april it's been it's almost oh my god it's almost May. um oh my god that is oh god um
0: slow march was
1: march was seven years i don't even know (laughs) like a day It was like April 2nd yesterday, but yeah, that's kind of where I am right now. Like, especially with this new potential person Um, and like this person I chat pretty often and I'm just like, also like, how do you, how do you know when someone is into you or if they're just being really
0: polite is always my issue. Right. And that's like one of the things with the apps is that you're just like, are you just talking to me to talk to me? And especially during quarantine, I can only imagine. I mean, I'm sure that like people, you know everyone's just swiping on everyone because we all are so starved for human interaction that I'm like the idea of like online quarantine dating right now.
1: I'm mm-hmm. like, first
0: of all, I'm not, I am an emotional train wreck right now. Your girl is not even ready. Second of all, I don't have the time and energy to have all these dialogues with 10 different people right now. I need to figure out me cause I'm a hot mess. And if I ever want to seriously date someone again, there's no better time than the present to like, really dive in like do these virtual therapy sessions what's up help me out <laughs> I need to figure out my crap and yeah then, you know I think the other thing about for me
1: on the apps I always feel like are people actually looking to date or are they looking to just sleep around because I'm not a person who sleeps around um and I mean, I'm a big believer, like, if you want a hotation, which is from Insecure, I did not make this up, but if you want a hotation, that is your business, and, like, as long as you are both consenting adults and using protection and what have you, like, have at it. God bless. But, like, with me, I'm not a hookup sort of girl. I think for me, like, I've never been that kind of a person. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had my time. Um, But, like, now as I'm, like, now I'm, like, 30 and wise, and, like, I just don't give a shit about anything anymore, really. Like, as far as like drama and bullshit is concerned. Um, and I'm really big about like saying what I want. I think about that right now too. Like on apps, I'm very much like I put in the, like I was, I was using Facebook dating because I deleted all the other apps off my phone. Facebook dating is weird. I don't recommend it.
0: No, but didn't Britt recommend it? Yes. Which it's oh, weird. I'm
1: confused. But people were like, Hey, do you want to meet up? And I'm like, first of all, we're in quarantine. So where are we going? Second of all, I'm not coming to your house because I don't know you and I listen to way too much true crime. Third, <laughs> no. Like just no. And so I put into my profile, I'm like, we'll not hook up with you. We'll not meet you until the city opens back up properly. Like, cause like I just feel like people are out here like bullshitting. Like if you just want to sleep with me, just say it. Like, duh. I get it. Your girl's got it going on, but I'm not out here just sleeping around with people. So like I guess like that too, like how how do you navigate the difference between like wanting a hotation, wanting to be with people, like I don't know. I feel like I feel like you are a girl who is asked out on dates often. So I'm just would looking for some advice.
0: <laughs> all right, listen. I have been in this mindset the last seven months that I'm so ready to date. I keep telling myself, I'm like, we're so ready. Like, let's date. Like she's ready for it. And then I meet these incredible people and I'm like, oh my goodness, you're wonderful. 1010 would date. And then the second that they're like, I'm all in, I'm like, Oh, for the love of God, I totally think I was just rebounding, right? And so I've been this like destructive creature for the last seven months because I'm like, how do how do you know the difference between like a rebound or being ready to date or just wanting that hotation, right? Of just like wanting to like live your life for a second. Like it's so difficult as somebody who just got out of, you know, a, a serious relationship where... I, I haven't even figured it all out yet still. <laughs> it's been it's been seven months and I'm still like totally learning and like figuring it all out one day at a time. And so then I'll date somebody for a month and then they get to the point where they're like, so what are we doing? And I'm like, why are we having this convo? And they're like, that's kind of the time you have the convo. And I'm like, oh my God, what? Like abort mission. Like I don't know what's happening. So basically for me, I'm like, I feel like when you say things like you don't know when someone on the dating apps just wants to like sleep with you or if they just want like someone to talk to you, I'm like oh my god I was that per- like I that was me. I was doing that where I was like convincing myself in my brain and convincing others that I was totally down to date but I wasn't and I was then I was just like hurting people because I was like like attempting to rebound because I was confused and hurting and <laughs> it was just this big like total train wreck. Yeah, I think you were rebutting because you weren't
1: really ready. And like, you and I have had this conversation because you will text me and say things, and I'm like, "Well, girl, you were doing like girlfriendy things." Like, yeah, but I didn't mean to. And I'm like,
0: I didn't mean to. I just like when I am and I'm I'm working through this in therapy, so like, please don't sign in my DMs. But like, when I am sad, I want human interaction. I want not even necessarily attention, right? Like, I just like when i and i know like the the day that i ended my last relationship i called you like just hysterical being like where are you when can i see you and you were like i'm at a coffee shop you're clearly distraught like you can come like you didn't even ask me i was the girl that was like i like need something i need anyone right like i just need to be around humans constantly and i think that's why this quarantine has made me like that and therapy right has like like paired together totally made me be like oh my goodness i have not healed. And like, I have led on these people in really hurtful ways because I don't know how to love myself. And so I'm hurting everyone else because I'm trying to love all these people, but I don't, I'm not ready to love all these people.
1: I don't think, I don't think you're not, I don't think you don't love yourself. I think you've been trying to heal a broken heart that needed more time and you're looking for healing in other people versus like looking for healing in yourself like I will I will push back on that a little bit okay I like that I'll go with that so I mean you for sure love yourself I just think like yeah it's just like, like you're saying, like you need, you need human, I think, I think we all do this. Like we need people around us to remind us that we are lovable and a good person and, and worthy of of human affection. So I think we all do this. Like, I think we all like rebound in a relationship, even if, it, even if it's not with like another person or like sleeping around. I think just with like people in our lives, right? Like you calling me that day and I was like, well, just come be, I'm at, I'm, I'm at coffee. Like, come out, like, come here. Like, I think it's just, we I mean, it's like when anyone breaks up and, like, your friends go over and hang out with you, like, it's just we want to be around people when we're going through a tough time. Um, so I think you've just been having a tough time, but inviting other people in to help, like, help you work through it.
0: Yeah, well, and sometimes it's easier to, like, <laughs> invite in, like, other partners. Not in, like, a relationship sense, right? But in, like, a going on dates or, you know, hookup or whatever. It's easier to, like, put all of your time and effort into that thing than actually having to put the time and effort into like healing and grieving and acknowledging all of these like failures and like things in like your life and relationships that you're like, I totally could have done this differently. Why did I not do this differently? And like you, have I mean, I have talked your ear off countlessly about this where I'm like, I could have done things so differently. And like I operated so much out of hurt that I was just being like totally bizarre.
1: I mean, but I mean, I, I want to kind of make that point. Well, I guess, I guess I kind of hear you in that. Cause like when I broke up with the guy I was seeing, like he was the same, he was really like reaching out and like trying to like connect. And I was just like, I need to be done and cut it off because I know like if we would have kept talking, I would have kept going back. And so I think like your way of like cutting it off was like trying to like move on or like connect with other people. Um, just to kind of like distract your brain from it. Like, me, I was just very much like, no, we're done. And I'm like, gonna do like seven other projects. Like, you can tell when I'm like really sad <laughs> because, like, I will, I mean, not that I don't do a lot of projects regularly, but like, when I am in something, I will pick up 30 million things, which is, I think, why like my health journey during quarantine has been so good because I've like had to be like in my house, which is really weird for me. Um, but I will like find different things to invest my time in. Um, I mean, not to, like, say I'm not going to, like, do the work and get through it, but, like, in that moment, like, I'm very big and like, okay, what's something that can distract me right now? Um, So, like, after him and I broke up, like, the podcast really, like, started that same week. Like, the podcast was that week that it started. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I I think there's that, too. Like, we are just, like, always looking for, like, these space fillers to, like, fill the hurt until, like, we're, like, putting tape in the dam. Like, trying to, like, fill things in until, like, we're actually ready to deal with it.
0: Right. Yeah. That's like a super tough place to be in because you're like, I want to address all these things, but then also I don't want to address these things because then I'm going to have to like (laughs) figure out how to fix it or like walk through life with that being a fault. That's not going to go away. Like that's hard. It's hard to address all of that. And yeah, I mean, I've tried to get on the apps in the last, you know, seven months or I've tried to do the things and it's just like, man, we really have to like invest in ourselves. And I think it, I cannot believe I'm saying this out loud, but like I think it makes me realize some of those people who have like hurt me in the past, I'm like, oh, you were just like really hurting. And I was that person for a second for you that like made you like postpone your grieving process and do all these things. So it makes me realize like, oh my gosh, yes, like you totally hurt me, but I think there's been like a lot of healing and forgiveness, right? And like, oh, this one guy I went on three dates with totally hurt me and said this thing. But then you find out later that this person was dealing with X, Y, and Z. And you're like, man, you just like really never know. I don't know. And I think dating apps can be really cool because you get to meet a lot of people that are really different than you. Your face right now. Okay. I think they can be. I think you can meet people who are really different and you can learn a lot.
1: No, I mean- <laughs> I mean, you will meet people, yes. I just, I am a very big person of, like, I like meeting people in the wild. Like, just, like, that's how a lot of my, like, really good friendships have happened is just, like, me meeting people either, like, through other people or, like, in passing at events or, like, I speak at this one thing and then they follow me on Instagram, like, this whole conversation and then, like, we get to actually hang out. So, like, I... Think that dating apps are a great way to meet people but I'm just like I don't I don't know I'm very I'm I'm very
0: untrusting of them I mean I totally get that and like two of the people like I said earlier like that I did end up you know semi-dating in the last seven months I did meet in real life and they were incredible wonderful humans and then it got to a point where I was like I'm so sorry I'm not ready and that was cool and now I'm still friends with both of them they're still wonderful guys so yeah
1: Yeah. I mean, if, if anyone out there wants to like be my matchmaker, I have been writing what I want to find in my next partner down. Um, I've been like really like questioning my spirituality again while in quarantine. And I was listening to some podcast, I'm sure, or something on meditation or what have you. um, And it was saying like, if there's something you really want, like write it down and be very specific. And so like with me, I've been writing down like what, I want to find, like, in, a, in my next partner, um, there was one woman who was, like, I she, like, wrote a very specific letter of, like, and, like, prayed about it, of, like, what she wants her future spouse to look like, and, like, in, like, it, if you're religious, like, she, like, prayed about it, and, like, that's who her spouse is now, um, so, like, I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot of, like, what are some qualities I'm looking for and, like, being very specific about it and, like, sticking to this list because I am very... <laughs> i've talked about this before on this on the show like i for a long time like didn't think that i would ever find anyone who was interested in me so like i'm very much like the girl who like typically just like falls into a relationship and doesn't know how she gets there um so now i'm like being like very like trying to be more bold around like actually pursuing people which is terrifying which people who know me are like you're like the most outgoing person i've ever met i don't understand that. I'm, like, that's a whole different realm like, Listen. yeah so i mean i don't know i'm, I'm trying to be more bold and more powerful and then also like enjoying this time again like being single again and just really owning my shit so yeah
0: you know i love that i think there's like something to be said for writing down on paper qualities in someone that are like non-negotiables but my fear in me doing that is that then i put i put everybody in, and myself included in a box and i do not leave myself open anyone who isn't on this checklist. And like, um, one of the people that I was seeing in the last seven months had this list and it was so long. And I like, I admire that for him. I think that's great. Like, that's so good to know what you want, but it was stuff like, um, must wash hands, like, like so particular, like all of these things, right. That I'm like, oh my God, like, does, is anyone ever going to meet that list for you? Like, that is like so lengthy. And so I think there's something to be said for writing down, like if you're religious, like writing down, you know, a similar religious belief or a similar political belief or right. having those be non-negotiables, but like- The leaving space. Yeah, <laughs> space for that, right? Because then what if you put down like, you know, okay, for example, I love good arms. Love a good, uh, love a good strong arm. Hug me, carry me, pick me up. Let's do the things. But what if there's someone who just like doesn't have that great of arms? Am I going to like- annex them to like the friend zone wing because they have a funky arm (laughs) a funky arm um you know what I mean I I can get really in my head and I have a fear that if I make a list like that I will never date outside of that list and I'll like close myself off to future possibilities that maybe I should have been more receptive of
1: and I guess like on my list is like family oriented like Must, like, be interested in having the conversation about particularly, like, having kids, because I definitely want to be a mom. Um, Must be open to, like, trying one new thing, like, at least a year. Like, I am very big on, like, trying new things at least once a month. So, like, I will, like, you know, negotiating about it. But, like, I think, like, some things that, like, are, like, deal, like, you're you're able, like, you're allowed to have deal breakers, like, must not be racist (laughs) must like things that are like just like you being a good human like shit you're not gonna accept um but like i think like the more like you can't be like must be 6'2 with blue eyes and (laughs) yellow hair like what are you even talking about like being yellow not blonde yellow you heard me um (laughs) accept me for who i am (laughs) (laughs) like bleach blonde yellow um (laughs) But yeah, and also, like, because I, I love the movie Practical Magics, which is one of the best movies ever. And, like, remember her list? Like, must have one colored eye and the other. And, like, yes, it's a movie. But, like, it happened. But I think, like, we have to, like, we have to be willing to, like, set ourselves up for success, too. Like, we can't be so particular that That can be another form of self-sabotage. Like, we can't have such finite things on this list as a way to, like, go up to each person you go on a date with. Like, no, 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 no. Gotta go. Like, yeah you shouldn't be you shouldn't be able to like go down a checklist but it should like be in your mind like as you start dating and be like okay this person has this quality i've been looking for but what else is up like what else is good about them that i really wasn't expecting so i think like every person we date or interact with like brings a new level every person we we interact with is a lesson and i think every every situation we go through has a lesson so like you'll learn that like you don't want to date someone who is like very like gossipy like you'll you'll learn all these different things from dating and you know being around so i think like, that's how we help build this list
0: totally well and so question on that when is the appropriate time to like to ask about those things so like i'm very much like a first dater which is like totally weird and i'll be like so <laughs> do you hear Chit, chip in Chit. the background? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um So I'm very much one of those people that I'm like, I want to know literally within the first or second date, if they want kids, what they want their household to look like religious wise. And do they want to get married? Like I need to know. So like, and and like political views, even like I really want to know that real early. Like a lot of people are like, "Whoa, girl chill. And I'm like, but listen, I think that that... I can save us a bunch of time right now. Totally. And I think like political views like often kind of, and so many conservatives would fight me on this, but I'm like, I think they truly say something about your heart and who you are in your core. Like if you are on one end of the political spectrum, we're not saying any names here. I think that you might not be as you know, open or accepting or loving as I personally am and would like my partner to be. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with people who believe X, Y, and Z, but like that might make it so that I don't know that I see a future there. Because if down the line, like I want to love somebody or I want to be a part of an organization or I want to do this thing and like you are on the total opposite of that spectrum, like I'm not down for that. Yeah. And it's not that I'm not open-minded. It's that like either the other person isn't as open-minded or I just know a deal breaker when I see one.
1: Because I was going to say, you have your deal breakers. Absolutely. And I think like, I agree because like you and I do a lot of similar things. And so like, I couldn't imagine bringing someone who was on the opposite political spectrum <laughs> as I am to things and like introducing to people who I love and like them having a problem with it. I'm like, what are you? Yes you are you are my grandma always says you are the company you keep and so i feel like anyone you bring into your orbit is a reflection of you so yeah i mean i i totally get that and to answer your question i mean i i would say no later than like two dates three dates for you to like because i mean if you know you know and like they've gotten this far in the life that they know too so i mean it's and it's not so like, you have to, like, know the exact answer, but just, like, are you open to the idea of having children? Mm-hmm. Are, you opening to, are you open to the idea of, like, this religious idea? Like, just good old-fashioned conversation as you get to know someone. So, I mean, there's, yeah, like, they're there definitely, like, thinking back in some past relationships that were just red flags that, I like, let go. But, like, now I'm very much, like, no, these are things I, I want and I need, Like I like, I need a partner who, like, even if they don't want kids, are, like, good with kids or like family oriented because like my family means a lot to me and like you might not be close with your family and I'm you know but yes I live on the basically opposite side of the country from my family but I talk to them very often like they are a very big part of who I am so like I couldn't be with someone who didn't understand the importance of my family to me or like didn't have any sort of connection to their family Um, or, like, wasn't, like, willing to, like, work and, like, see what, you know, if they had, like, if they fit into, like, my family's, like, atmosphere. Like, that's one thing for me. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, same for sure.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I guess, like, looking at, like, all the things I do want and, like, thinking about how that has played into, like, past relationships, like, the last person I was dating, like, they weren't really close with, like, their younger sibling. And, like, with me, like, that was a, not a red flag for me, but, like, that's a thing you can fix and like they were like still navigating the relationship with their family but like now it's like super weird because like that person and I no longer speak and this is the only ex that I do not speak to and it is breaking my heart and I and I have (laughs) blocked them on Instagram only because like they are now in a new relationship and while like I love them at one point and I wish them all the best and I wish I was in a place to like be able to see that i am not in a place to see that right now um so yeah i mean I. that being said like is there like an ex you don't talk to because i feel like you've like remained pretty casual casual cordial like all of your exes like to like at least like a high and by level so yeah
0: yeah i mean i am legitimately on good terms with um every single ex of mine um there was one that i dated for eight months that cheated on me and like even him and I are still on decent terms. Like he's engaged. Good for him. I'm stoked for him. Um, People make mistakes. We all have our boo-boos. I mean, the most recent one and I, we still um, speak on occasion. Um, It's really hard because I think like that was um, the greatest love I've ever had to date, right? Like, I mean, I dated somebody before that for two years and we stayed good friends until he passed and he was a wonderful person. But um, this love recently just looked way differently, um, than anything I've ever had in my whole life. And so I can see like why it's difficult. Um, I want to continue, um, selfishly, which I'll acknowledge like talking and being cordial and being on that, you know, good page or whatever, you know, what have you. But, um, I think obviously a lot of healing does have to come with that. And I can't pressure anybody into that, especially like, Knowing that I did like play a really really large part in like super hurting somebody, or um, I acted out a lot in the last seven months just out of pain and hurt and confusion on my end as well. So I understand like why we wouldn't be like cordial yet or chatty, but I would love to eventually be there. I think because I mean, I'm like you. Like I want to be on good terms with all my exes. I want to be on good terms with pretty much anybody like if i've wronged somebody if i'd done if i'd done something um you know to harm them then like i want to talk that out and i want to apologize and own it and that's something i love about you and i it's like whenever we've had a tiff like we literally will immediately talk about that thing and then we're like cool we're gonna fix it and then we do and yeah. i mean we've never had like a couple of those but um yeah so yeah it can be like really painful to see people living life without you in it but uh mm it's still hard because you're, like, you still want to know what that person's doing. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, totally going off the rails here, but.
1: No, because, I mean, your most recent ex and I used to be friends, and I think that's been really hard for me. Like, I did the same thing I did with, like, my ex. Like, I have now blocked that person on, well, not blocked, but, like, unfollowed them on things and, like, unfriended them on other things, and it's, like, I have no bad blood against them. I have no bad feeling, like, no bad energy. I still have a lot of love in my heart for them, but, like, It's the thing too of like, you can only do so much. Like, you can apologize and, you know, try to make things work. And this is all, this is with all relationships. Like, when you break up with a romantic partner or a platonic partner, like, there's that space in between of like, you want this person to still do well and want to like still know that they're thriving and everything else. But it also gets to a point of like, you have to stop looking because it just hurts so much to like you're saying, like, want to still be in their life, but know that you've, you've tried to do what you can and you know even sometimes like you think that you've done everything you can and they don't feel the same way and like communication can get really weird so yeah i mean i gotta say i'm on good terms with all my exes except this most recent one and it is like well him and one other but she was awful to me and we no longer speak but that wasn't my decision um but yeah i think it's this that that weird energy of like how do you still, and, like, also, like, people who are always, like, why do you want to, like, be cordial with your exes? I'm, like, I want to be cordial with everybody. Like, I'm a big person of like, not having negative energy in the universe around me, like, period. Um, so, I also have gotten that from people, like, why do you, like, still want to have, like, your exes in your life? I'm like, it's not that. It's just I want to be cordial and, like, I believe in karma way too much. <laughs> like, trying to just put all the good vibes and energy out there in the world. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think you and that person will will get back to a good place
0: one day. Well, and I think like, you know, when people say, um, uh, there's a reason they're an ex or whatever, Mm. I don't don't agree with that Mm -mm. because, and I will literally die on that hill. Like people are like, there's a reason that that person's an ex. And I'm like, sometimes things just like don't work out. And like, sometimes like I have traumas that I haven't worked out um, and vice versa. And like things just don't work out with that person or like, it doesn't have to be a like. List of all of these reasons why somebody wasn't cool. I mean, of course, there are going to be unhealthy relationships, right? And like, if that's the case, like, run like hell from those exes. But usually, for me, if something, if a relationship ended, it was just a hey, I think you're really great. I don't know that I see like a future here, or like, I don't know that like you and I, you know, are going to be anything really more than just like pals or whatever. And so, I think it can be like, When people say, like, well, why do you want to be cordial with your exes? You're like, well, I really cared about that person. I still do care about that person. Like, even if, even the one that cheated on me, like, okay, did he totally boo boo? And like, does it hurt like hell because now he's engaged to the person? Like, yeah. But at the same token, like, I've made my share of mistakes in terms of relationships. And so I can see how, like, everyone might have that opinion. But I can also see why you and I might be like, well, why can't we want to be cordial with people we care about? Just because we didn't work out in a romantic sense doesn't mean that we don't want to, like, maintain some sort of, like, normalcy or interact in some way. We don't have to be, like, besties, but, like, can't we still be okay and cordial? And I do think time, time helps with all of that. So, you know, we're yeah. learning. Yeah. I think that is a
1: great place to wrap. And I will ask you one final question, which, (laughs) as you know, because you listen to the pod, what is the best advice you were ever given or what's a piece of advice you would give to your younger self?
0: You know, it's funny because I already did this podcast once and you'd think I would have this answer. Um, Okay something that my mom always says that I really love is watch what you say because you can't take words back. And I think that is something that I try to remind myself of daily. Like you can apologize for words that you say and you can hope and pray for forgiveness on the other end for those words, but you cannot rewind time and take a word or anything that you say to somebody back. So watch what you say, try not to speak. Before you think, which is super funny coming from me, but that is my advice that I really like that I've been given. Well...
1: Thank you so much for coming on. This was lovely. That's it for this week's episode of The Tea with Brie. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Tea with Brie. Send me an email at The at gmail.com and visit the website The with Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. As always, thanks to Mama Duke for our theme music, and I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.